0: you <laughs>
1: Happy Tag Tuesday. How are you? I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. <laughs> we
0: always forget that part. It's okay. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm yeah. still, I'm down to one pack a day. Oh, smoking. good. So as, you, as you're listening, listeners, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the mend, but for some reason it just won't go away. So if, hopefully this isn't my permanent voice.
1: I'm just glad to hear that your cigarette habit is waning. That's good to know. That's good news.
0: It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. (laughs) I've tried everything. I've even got more herbs and, and concoctions coming in the mail tomorrow for Mm. me to try.
1: Mail order herbs. Wow. It's,
0: it's, it's a lot. There's a lot going on, but (laughs) I've tried everything and it's getting better, but you know, the doctors can't see me for over a month. So
1: our Denise is still not 100%, which is not Okay.
0: My 100% is really, you know, spot on. This is
1: not. (laughs) You are on your way to a very fancy vacation.
0: I am excited. We are going to be going to Europe.
1: I'm so excited for you.
0: I'm pretty excited. I have not been, I've been to Europe, you know, many times, but not for about seven or eight years. It has Mm -hmm. been that long. And I've never gone anywhere in Europe where they speak English.
1: So you've never done the whole... London, England, Scotland. And and
0: I'm doing the London, England. I'm doing the UK. We're going to go to Edinburgh and we're Mm going to go, specifically we're going there to see Formula One in Silverstone.
1: That's right. right.
0: We're pretty excited. So it's going to be awesome. So Mm -hmm. we're going to take a break, I think, for a few weeks, aren't we?
1: Yes, it's very exciting. We've got some some really cool stuff um, for the next three or four weeks that you'll be able to hear when you um, tune in to our podcast. And um, I think you're really going to like it. We've been planning for a little vacation. You know, we haven't really taken a vacation since we started this podcast two years ago.
0: Nope. We've never so. gone on hiatus. So no. we're just going to so. do some, we're going to do some fun things and we won't be, you know, right there and then, but we're going to come back after a few weeks and we'll be ready to go. And we'll
1: and have hopefully all kinds my of-
0: voice will sound so much better.
1: Oh, it's going to be so much better. You're going to have, you're going to be drinking English tea and going to, you know, eating those tiny little sandwiches with cucumbers. And that's really what's wait. best for your voice.
0: I can't wait. I just can't wait. There's <laughs> so many things fun. I want to do that I have a feeling because we're only going to be in London for four days. Mm. We're going from, you know, we're going from place to place. Every couple of days we're going to be leaving. We're in Silverstone for the Formula One race for four full days. Well, it's actually are you staying? Five
1: days. Are you staying just right there at Silverstone? Like we're staying, right, on...
0: We're staying in Silverstone at a hotel, yes.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. We're staying
0: in Edinburgh and we're gonna be mm-hmm. staying at the old course, the original golf course.
1: I'm so excited for you.
0: We're very I'm very excited. I'm yeah, very excited.
1: That's such a cool thing. Oh, anyway. Well, we'll be very excited to hear what we're gonna need a report, a full report with photos when you get back. I can't wait. Can't wait. In the meantime, we're wrapping up this month with a weird news cuz we love it. So, are, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go. Okay. I have a story that is just for Didi. Every every weird <laughs> news I try and find something that I just go, "Oh, Denise will love this." Oh, Denise is going to hate Same. this. <laughs> I do it with you. I am always
0: <laughs> like, "Okay, yeah, this is going to resonate with her." "Oh, she's going to cringe." "Oh, I'm going to surprise her with this." Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I live for it. So, this is just this is directly for for Denise, one half of two average girls. <laughs> Did you know that Nordstrom? I just said the magic. The oh magic. Oh my goodness! Word. I just got a
0: tingle all over my body.
1: <laughs> Did you know that Nordstrom Corporation is pulling out of Canada? Why? Did you know that? No, I didn't either. I don't know why. Um, it's they are closing down all their shops and they or shops as if it's as if it's a little mom and pop. All the Nordstrom stores. <laughs> are closing down in Canada. They are actually closed. This story is a little bit, you know, behind, but not, not by much, just a, maybe a month. Um, but no, they're completely gone. That's not what this story is. The story is not that Nordstrom is leaving Canada. I guess I probably should have done that because it's very interesting to those of us who are committed to and love Nordstrom. But so, of course, they're having these huge liquidation sales. What? Well, yeah, they're, they're like, everything must go out of, this nor- out of the Nordstrom. Like and you everything. Know, absolutely everything, including furnishings. Yes, I love that. Doors, handles, light fixtures. Oh they were selling it all. But it got off to a little bit of a slow start. Um, their big liquidation sale started off disappointing for shoppers who were expecting major savings in the wake of the company's decision to pull out of Canada. The Eaton Center location of the department store. I don't know where Eaton Canada is. I have no idea. But anyway, sorry to insult all of our Canadian listeners, but I'm sure it's lovely. Um, The department store there has now successfully sold off the bulk of its merchandise as it wraps up operations. Discounts that started with a merely 5% off. Oh my gosh. 5% is nothing. It's absolutely.
0: It's not even to pay your sales tax.
1: It's not going to pay your sales tax. That's what that's where they started in March. And then over the coming weeks and then months, it increased to make the clearance event really worth the consumer's time. And they were, you know, then everybody started to get happy. A trip to the store at the end of March um, is then where everything really started to come together. It showed, though, there's pictures from the inside of the store. It's almost completely bare with only a few select items up for grabs. So stuff is, you know, incrementally going on a bigger clearance item percentage. And then, you know, pretty soon we're just kind of giving away. In its last-ditch efforts to get rid of absolutely every item that it has north of the border, the brand is even selling off the fixtures and some interesting wares. What? Among the less practical finds spotted at the Eaton Center are, if you can believe it, lone shoes without a partner.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Single display shoes were on sale. There's photos of this. Who if you buy that? Well, that's what... So then you have to go on to Twitter and really find, you know, where they, they, they really bring in the, the great comedians and, and really start sure. asking these questions. Any single leg amputees need a single shoe? <laughs> Nordstrom $5 sale alert someone posted on the Toronto oh Reddit along with a photo of a few shelves that do indeed have a single shoe for five bucks. It's a row of shoes. The sa- The sale signage notes that the products are great for dogs because what the heck else would most people be able to use one shoe for? But the considerate poster also noted that perhaps the items would be of use with a persons who have disabilities which I never even thought of sure okay one user in the comment section said that as someone with a leg brace that necessitates wearing two differently sized shoes Mm -hmm. Nordstrom yes Nordstrom was one of the few stores that allowed them to break a pair between sizes rather than purchase two pairs way to go Nordstrom Nordstrom. you guys are awesome Um, the single items could also be the result of theft damage errors in boxing either way you could find a single shoe that you need there at Nordstrom I am surprised that they're simply selling for five dollars said one person singles usually get destroyed and tossed out so the fact that they were trying to make a last minute buck on the singles was really quite a move Nordstrom PR did confirm that single shoes are being sold at select Nordstrom uh, stores but offered no further comment or whether it was a benevolent move for those who require just one shoe, or an attempt to make as much money as possible during the liquidation. I think it's the latter. But
0: I agree. I agree. <laughs> and you don't want your dog to have a shoe. You don't want to encourage that, right? I'm not no. a dog owner, but... If I gave my dog a brand new shoe, could you imagine if I left shoes out and he started? they started chewing on them? It's like, oh, all of a sudden there's tasty treats lying all over the house. I mean, no. come on. No, I no, would, no. I mean, I'm a dog lover, but it would be end of days for that dog. <laughs> I'm just saying my shoes are kind of, it's like sacrilege in this house. If you start chewing on some of my good shoes, oh, seriously, we don't I want can't. to go there. No, I wonder no. why, they're, I wonder why they're, they're pulling out. I mean, I know that brick and mortar stores in general are really struggling.
1: Yeah. And
0: I know that their online presence is probably really what's sustaining them at all. When you go to a Nordstrom or any department stores, they have pulled back on the amount of the merchandise that's in the store. Most of the Nordstrom stores have gone from very big, beautiful, tons and tons of inventory to very basics. Yeah. And very few pieces. Mm-hmm. You really have to just go online and see what they have. So I think I that... just well, I just looked up,
1: sorry, yeah. while you were talking. There was there was a link within my story that that tells the story that Nordstrom Incorporated is shutting down its Canadian operations and closing all of its stores across the country. So there's not gonna be a single Nordstrom in all of Canada. The company announced that all twenty five hundred of its Canadian staff members will also lose their jobs. That's sad. It's really sad. The American luxury department store chain said its decision was informed by its expectations of sales declining in the new fiscal year when it expects revenue to fall four to six percent further. We entered Canada in 2014. So they're not that they're pretty new there. 2014 is when they came to Canada. With a plan to build and sustain a long-term business there, despite our best efforts, we do not see a realistic path to probability for the Canadian business. That's from the CEO, Eric Nordstrom. Nordstrom expects to finish all of its store closures in Canada by late June, and will cease operating its Canadian e-commerce platform uh, in March. So it
0: that's interesting. They're not yeah. even going to have an e-commerce. That's, Mm-mm. that's telling you something. It must be hard to do business there.
1: I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, the Canadians are so great. <laughs> I don't know what well, they're, I don't know. Their
0: population isn't very big. Probably so, not. But I would still think that they would have e-commerce. I would still think they'd be online that you could have it shipped there, but
1: maybe again, not. There's know. also a Nordstrom rack there that they're closing down.
0: Wow. Not even a Nordstrom They're going rack. all out. They're going
1: all out. So anyway, that's your Nordstrom story. One shoe, baby. That's all you need.
0: That's not all I need.
1: <laughs> Denise <I'm>, needs two.
0: <laughs> I need a lot of
1: shoes.
0: <laughs> My husband actually told somebody he thinks I might have a problem. Oh, what? Yeah. Listen. It, and he might not be wrong. But admitting you have the problem is half the battle to recovery. Okay. That's what they say, I guess. All right. I'm just saying. Well, okay. I'm whatever here to tell you want.
1: you don't have a problem. Thank You're you. fine. This is
0: why we're best friends because you support all my habits. You're fine.
1: Don't worry about it. Well,
0: thank you. <laughs> this was the first one that I I decided to even do.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and it and it made me laugh because, as you know, you know, but our listeners probably don't know, we're in the highway construction business, and mm-hmm. my husband started out as a backhoe operator. That's right. That's his line of work, and so. He can do all kinds of things on all kinds of machines. He's a great operator of heavy equipment. I've seen it. Well, yes, you have. You've seen it recently. (laughs) Recently. That's right. Well, on May 22nd of this year, um, the Williamson County, Illinois, in Williamson County, Illinois, a southern Illinois man was arrested in Nevada and is Mm -hmm. facing charges of theft in Williamson County after he allegedly stole a backhoe and drove it to the airport. To catch a flight to the West Coast.
1: It was a stolen backhoe? Like it wasn't He's even his stolen. backhoe? Yeah. And just According- drove it on yeah. the freeway? Oh, no. I
0: don't know if he drove it on the freeway, but it gets good. According okay. to the county, the Williamson County Sheriff's Department, Timothy Baggett of um, Carbondale was arrested in Elko County, Nevada. Oh. On-
1: <laughs> I know it well.
0: I know. Um, <laughs> On May 21st, for charges related to the possession of a stolen vehicle, and then he was later released. The sheriff's office said that Baggett had um, been arrested. Was arrested again on May 22nd in Wells, Nevada, for charges related to b- the possession of an additional stolen vehicle. He is currently being held on bail for with a $40,000 bond. So here's what happened in Williamson County sheriff's de- deputies were called to the um, veterans airport of southern Illinois in Marion on Thursday, May 18th, to look into a suspicious incident. A backhoe was parked in the airport parking lot, which was (laughs) determined to be a suspicious of suspicious nature. Now, Mm -hmm. I don't. That's not something you see every day, right? In the parking lot. It sounds like it's a pretty small airport, too. It Doesn't sound like a. Southern one-
1: Illinois and Marion County, I'm guessing, is very small, and to have a backhoe parked there, it'd be like, well, that's Bob's. That's Bob's backhoe. If there's well, a- it,
0: it must have been bigger, a bigger deal than that, because I just don't know how he even got in the parking lot. You know how they're kind of small to get in those spaces, and I don't know. But according to the Williamson County Sheriff, soon after the deputies arrived, the owner of the backhoe arrived to the scene and said that the equipment belonged to this company, and that it had been parked on his job site in the intersection at the intersection of Illinois' Route 13 and Spillway Road. After further investigation, the sheriff found out that Timothy Baggett of Carbondale stole the backhoe and drove it nearly 10 miles.
1: 10 miles in a backhoe. You know that's, ru- that's a rough ride, and you're not getting there quick. You're not getting there in, in 10, 15 minutes.
0: I mean, he drove the 10 miles to catch his flight to the airport. According to security cameras, which we have here, and I'm going to give it to Sam to to put on our website. Love it. um, With the security camera footage, Baggett arrived and parked the backhoe in the airport parking lot. He then walked from the backhoe carrying a guitar case and entered the airport lobby where he got on a flight to Portland, Oregon. (laughs) Okay. This is a quote. You hear of people either getting rides from friends, borrowing cars, getting an Uber, But a backhoe being stolen from a job site, driven 10 miles to the airport for an individual to catch a flight all the way to the West Coast, carrying a guitar case. That's unique, Mm. the sheriff said. Unique. Unique is one word for it. Mm -hmm. So they said if you have any information to let the sheriff know, but he is going to be in some big trouble. And I just I found it so interesting. He stole this backhoe instead of just paying for the Uber ride or talking a friend into driving him there. Yeah. He doesn't have one friend in this world. He has to steal a backhoe and now go to jail for it.
1: What's in that guitar case?
0: I don't know. Drugs? I mean, I mean there's, he was already arrested for some other stolen vehicle, which they didn't mention what that was. But really, the, very ri- original, the original case was that in order for him to get to Nevada, he had to catch a plane. And in order to catch the plane, he had to steal a backhoe.
1: <laughs> but he did steal other vehicles That's the thing There's, a, there's the, been other vehicle theft He yeah. can't help himself He's, he's he, helpless to it
0: Here's the thing How dumb are you? I mean again I mean, I mean Here's the thing though about equipment if, if you don't know When you get a piece of equipment One key fits every piece of equipment there is Right So if you have a cat backhoe There's a cat key And it fits that backhoe and it will fit every other backhoe on the planet.
1: Well, and this is what I didn't know when Hod was over at our house doing some work a few weeks ago, he told my son, "Hey, go grab a key." And he, and my son's like, "What what key do you need?" And he goes, "Any key, house key, doesn't matter." So, Cameron ran in the house and grabbed the first key that was sort of not being used and they
0: you any key will work i didn't know that i had no idea i didn't either i don't i didn't know that but i just know that if you have a tractor key you can pretty much yeah it opens your life up to a lot of possibilities
1: like getting to the airport without having to pay those steep steep uber fees for a 10 mile drive
0: exactly I'm, I'm guessing
1: saying, it would have been less than 40 grand for this guy to, <laughs> to just hop an Uber.
0: I would think so. I mean, I think next time even like, you know, hitchhiking might be a better option.
1: You could walk it if you give yourself enough time. It's not that big of a deal.
0: Backhoes don't even move that much faster than walking.
1: That's the thing. It's like, how long did it take him in that backhoe to drive to the airport? <laughs>
0: he it's wasn't unbelievable. there. It's Speedy. unbelievable. It oh, made I me love laugh. It.
1: I mm-hmm. love it. All right. We're going to stay in Toronto, Canada. I didn't mean to but and I'm not picking on the Canadians I love Canadians don't get me wrong but there is a cafe in Canada I don't know if you've heard of this cafe or not Denise it's called the anarchist no okay well the the business model of the anarchist cafe located in Toronto Canada was pay what you can Wow (laughs) Denise's blank look on her face is correct
0: pay wow, what you can. That's kind a, of like what's going on at Lululemon. It is. Lululemon does not per- prosecute anyone who steals from there. Oh, well,
1: yeah, right. This is so, this is a this is a just pay what you can, and if you can't pay anything, that's fine too. You you're not stealing it. You just can't pay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, let me tell you a little bit about this. It is not just the pay what you can as their business model they are self-described as the anti-capitalist cafe and coffee shop that's literally what their like subtitle name is for their coffee shop Wow! do you like that i do i I know you you love anything that's anti-capitalist i know that's really your jam
0: i'm all about capitalism but i do (laughs) like the idea that somebody wants to i mean here's the thing you got to make some money Mm because you got to keep the doors open
1: you want me to go straight to the, to the meat and potatoes of this story? Sure. They had to close their doors because exactly. they were going broke. Because exactly. apparently capitalism actually does work. I hate to be the one to say it. The Toronto shop, which opened in March of 2022, closed its doors May 30th of this year, its owner announced in a statement, blaming, blaming the, quote, now get this, lack of generational wealth and seed capital from ethically bankrupt sources.
0: Um, that's just word salad for, (laughs) that's word salad for people didn't pay you anything.
1: That's right. The cafe offered drip coffee to customers with a pay as you can price tag while charging for other beverages like espresso or specialty tea drinks, as well as some breakfast pastries to subsidize the lost revenue by the coffee. So it was basically just your basic, coffee that you kind of see when you walk into the Chase Bank that's just sort of sitting there. I don't get the feeling that this is like high-end roast coffee. It's just your basic coffee and you can take it for free. It um, allowed the public to use its restrooms and hang out in the storefront without making a purchase. It carried a selection of radical books, art, pins, and t-shirts, as well as other items for sale the anti-capitalist cafe shop and radical community space on stolen land that's all in quotes wow raised eyebrows when it first opened especially among conservatives and supporters of capitalism <laughs> I, that's that's quite a quite a statement locals also criticized what they said were the high prices at the shop calling the owner a total hypocrite <laughs> Because he was charging so much for all the other items. Because like he couldn't the price keep is... his
0: door open unless he made some money.
1: Exactly. Despite its closure, shop owner, and I want to call him out because he deserves to be known, Gabriel Sims Fewer, it's a, it's a hyphenate, Sims Fewer is his last name, called his short-lived business endeavor a huge success, quote unquote. Those were his words.
0: So, failing at a business is a success.
1: He said that it sparked debate, it raised the blood pressure of conservatives, and experimented with living and working in ways that don't enthusiast, enthusiastically embrace the misogyny of capitalism. <laughs> so, that's fun. That's a lot of fun. And unfortunately, the lack, then, this is still, we're still listening to Mr. Sims fewer. Unfortunately, the lack of generational wealth and seed capital from ethically bankrupt sources left me unable to weather the quiet winter season or to grow in the ways needed to be sustainable long term. He ended his statement with a batch of expletives. I I, I won't go into the specifics of the expletives. I'll just say this. He basically says blank the rich, blank, blank the police blank the state and blank the colonial death camp we call Canada wow I mean he's quite a guy so anyway the anti-capitalism cafe is shut down it is no longer because you couldn't make
0: any money that's a surprise I mean really shocking (laughs) really really shocking I mean his business model I'm surprised it's not been picked up by others
1: (laughs) That's the thing It hasn't been picked up By anybody Because it doesn't work Gabriel
0: But hey Whatever
1: Whatever Good luck friend
0: You, you gotta You gotta do you
1: <sighs> Please And do it in Canada We're very happy That you're doing it in Canada Don't yeah. bring that show To the United States We don't need it
0: We've already got plenty Of people who want That show to be here And we don't We've like got it. Yeah
1: No we don't want them Anyway Okay
0: Go, go on <laughs> So we're gonna go To the We're gonna go back We're gonna cross the border Ooh. And we're gonna go to um, a place called the United States of America. Oh, and welcome. we're gonna go to Wisconsin, the dairy capital of the world. I love now, do you remember back a, a while ago when we did one of these um, weird newses? We did a story about a, um, and I don't know if it was you. I think it was me that did the story. But the first chief candy officer that we did, we yes, talked about. Yep, Canada's candy funhouse yes. was looking for a. Uh, chief candy officer.
1: I do remember it, yes.
0: Remember? And we were thinking we could apply because we really love candy. And then we thought, yeah. my granddaughter really loves candy. And Olivia would be the perfect yeah. uh, chief officer for that, for mm-hmm. the chief candy officer. Well, mm-hmm. this one started out with a, with a nice little pun. And I thought, this is going to be a good story when I hear this. <laughs> this says, this job is as good as <gasps> it gets. A, it's un, it's unbelievable. <laughs> the position that is open for the dairy research at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and it looks really great. Oh. GR8.
1: Oh, someone really came in strong with the puns. I like it. Yes.
0: The new hire whose official title would be descriptive sensory panelist. What? But let that soak in. Okay, descriptive sensory panelist all right' will taste dairy products, namely twenty four cheeses in samples, twelve okay. pizza and twelve pizzas per week for fifteen dollars an hour
1: uh, you wouldn't even have to pay me for that job that 's
0: what i 'm saying I mean this is a dream job for a lot of people I mean what you is- throw in you throw in a Nintendo game down in the basement <laughs> and you're going to have every millennial you know, Gamer, mm. all about this. They could do mm. their whole business. This is like unbelievable.
1: They could do their whole business from mom's basement. I think they're already doing it. They're just not getting paid the 15 bucks an hour.
0: Well, they, they would have free pizza too. And it would be free pizza. What is the...
1: Okay, so what is the point? Why is this position needed at the university?
0: Well, it's critical work to ensure that cheese pr- produced in Wisconsin and across the entire country is fresh, delicious, and consistently... As consistent as possible. Amen. Said, said I, I agree. <clears throat> said Brandon um, Proch- Prochaska, sensory okay. coordinator at the Center for Dairy Research. I didn't know there's, there was such a thing. Mm-hmm. There's
1: a Center for Dairy Research?
0: Yep. He told that means the, they
1: research ice cream and stuff, too.
0: That's where I'm talking now.
1: <laughs> Go um, on.
0: He told the Post, which this is in the New York Post, okay. uh, Prochaska said that um, the response to the job has been very exciting Mm -hmm. and as well as humbling. Oh, the posting reads once hired, you will, we will train you to become part of a group of expert tasters capable of virtually describing their sensory experience on the basis of appearance, texture, taste and aroma attributes Mm-hmm. For research and pr- product development purposes.
1: Research and product development purposes. Wow, that is
0: very exciting. Here we go again. It gets even cheddar. Uh, Panel, uh-huh. uh, pa- Panelists only have to be available for up to three sessions per week, with one session taking place over a three-hour period. So a total of nine hours per week.
1: Can I volunteer for more hours? I mean... What if know. I want to be there like forty hours a week testing out know all if the your cheese? Your
0: stomach and your taste buds can take that much.
1: It can, it can handle it. I, trust I'm just me. not
0: sure. <laughs> so it says this: this is a job summary. Okay. The Center for Dairy Research is looking for individuals passionate about all types of foods, but especially cheese, pizza, and other dairy products. Once hired, we will train you to become part of a group of expert tasters capable of verbally describing their sensory experience on the basis of appearance, texture, taste, aroma, attributes, for research and product development purposes. Panelists should expect to be tasting up to 24 cheese samples and 12 pizzas a week.
1: Unbelievable.
0: I know. Along with other food products. Panelists Hmm. would need to be available for three hours, and they need to live in the Wisconsin area
1: oh that's too bad i have to move to wisconsin
0: and and here we go with our our assertion that maybe somebody in the basement could do it it is an in-person role Mm. so if you're in new york it's nacho thing
1: (laughs) was that their pun or did you just come in with that
0: i wish i could take credit for it but it was their pun
1: (laughs) so you do have to live in wisconsin that is what a great job that's so fun
0: so it just, it did just said it said, according to the listing, there are no minimum requirements to apply. So I guess age is not an issue or anything. Sure. The center simply has the preference of previously sensory panelist experience would be really required. Not required, okay. but they would like that. so Preferred. I've, heard, I've never heard of such a thing.
1: I've never heard of a sensory panelist. I don't know what that is.
0: I don't know, but I have a really good smeller.
1: You do. You can smell stuff that I didn't even know existed. You I take mean, Denise into it. I mean, she can smell it. She can and smell I think, whatever's I think happening.
0: I, I think that goes with your taste buds too. It does. I kind, of, I kind of have a, I would say a mature palate. I can taste different things in my food that I think most people might not be able to. Okay. I'm not sure.
1: You can tell I'm if there's sure. a little bit of dill in there where yep. the rest of us are like, I
0: don't know. What's that taste? It's, yeah, huh. I, I'm not a cook, so it's not great for me because I don't know like some of the herbs and spices that I probably should know. But I'm just saying, my my smeller is good. Like I can walk anywhere, and if I smell something weird, I'm like looking around. Like I'm yeah. like a bloodhound. Let's just let's just. Say no, it. we've like, walked into
1: Denise's house before, and she's like, uh oh. One of the dogs has left a, a bomb for me somewhere. I'm like, really? How can you tell? She's like, can't you smell that? I'm like, no, I can't. She's got a really good sniffer. Maybe it makes up for your lack of gaydar.
0: Well, see, maybe that's that's all the my compromise. Can't be all my senses can't be good.
1: <laughs> so, so I have a really great gaydar. I can spot gay men and women from coming from thirty paces, no problem. So I can't. You keep up the smell end. I'll keep up the the gaydar end. And together, you know, we can probably get through life pretty well.
0: When we're around the gays, I can smell the cologne.
1: Oh, the best cologne you've ever smelled in your life.
0: Listen, those men especially are very well kept. Oh, I appreciate it greatly, just so you know.
1: Oh, me too. I appreciate
0: the the whole wardrobe situation usually. The the grooming is impeccable. Mm -hmm. The smells are good.
1: Uh, our listen, our friend Tom, shout out, shout
0: the out, the best, Tom.
1: the best shoes, the best shoe collection See, of anyone I've ever met.
0: I've never met Tom in person, mm-hmm. but I know that he and I would really hit it off.
1: Oh, you would, you will be best friends when you meet. That's why I'm not going to let you guys meet because I'll never get either of you back. Listen, I'm. It's going to be like, no, I'm vacationing with Tom in the Caribbean. Gotta go. <laughs> listen,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't help it we're drawn together
1: it's true okay are you ready for this because this is this is another story that's going to freak you out it's this isn't this isn't Nordstrom level this is freak out level I have Um, one for you
0: too next it's going to be freak out level
1: I can't wait it's just barely over the border though it's we're going to New Hampshire we're leaving Canada we're going to go to New Hampshire okay
0: is that barely Um, over the border Because we're not very good at geography.
1: I've established that I don't know where stuff is. Doesn't matter. Anyway, I know it's northern up there somewhere. It's very cold. (laughs) So that's all that matters. It's got to be Canadian adjacent. Um, Do you know about the website OnlyFans?
0: Yes, I've heard of it. I've never been on it.
1: No, I haven't either. But I think, I mean, I don't know how to summarize it. How would you summarize OnlyFans just very briefly without getting censored?
0: From what I understand... It's basically a, it's like a social media platform, but you pay for it according to accounts. So if I started an OnlyFans page for, let's say my shoes, I could show you all my shoes.
1: Okay. But I think it's more, isn't it more? Yes. I'm, okay. I was, I,
0: it's more sexual most okay. of the time. It's It's more explicit. It's more explicit explicit and usually Mm -hmm. the explicitness, it can go for anything. I've heard of fetishes being, Mm. you know, but you pay as an OnlyFan, you pay that curator, the person who's got the account to post and to do live videos and things like that. Okay. That pleasures you. Okay.
1: All right. That's a very good explanation. I didn't really know how to explain it. I just know that the few OnlyFan things that I've seen have been really weird and like you uh, CD and I'm like I don't okay I've, I don't I've only know how to heard explain it. about
0: it and I and the reason I've heard about it is because you and I both love true crime mm-hmm. and there's been some major crimes mm-hmm. involving OnlyFans people mm-hmm. and people on OnlyFans and their stalkers or people doing bad things to OnlyFans people so
1: well and that's exactly where my story goes oh
0: I. Like- Sorry. So,
1: no no no. There is a there's a model on OnlyFans. She um is unnamed in the story which I think is is good. She doesn't need to be named. But she is a OnlyFans they're calling her an OnlyFans model. And she met up with That's a
0: loose usually a loose term just by the way.
1: Yeah, I I mean, we can say model in quotes. I don't really know what her OnlyFans page looked like, but I can tell you this that Mauricio Damien Guerrero, a 20-year-old boy, man, became obsessed with this this OnlyFans model Mm -hmm. that he met online, and he began tracking her every move. He somehow acquired the victim's address, found out where she lived, broke into her home, got copies of keys made.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And then hid out in her attic, waiting for her to fall asleep, crept downstairs, and videotaped her sleeping.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: The victim is only identified as by the initials NR. She realized that something was wrong when her mother, who lives there with her... Oh, I geez. mean, you're running an OnlyFans page or whatever? from, And your mom's there? Okay. She's like kind of supporting it, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, um, the mom realized something was wrong because she started hearing strange noises coming from the attic. And she's like, "Mm, you might have a raccoon problem. According to court documents.
0: (laughs) Raccoons always get blamed for everything. (laughs) Well, they're good. Whenever you hear anything on your roof or your attic or in the trees, (laughs) you're like, it must be a possum or a raccoon. They get a bad rap. It's usually rats
1: okay, a rat is better than a living, breathing human being who's videotaping and oh sleeping. I'll take oh any gosh. of those animals anytime, truly.
0: Remember, we've had other stories like this. That is the creepiest I know. thing.
1: I love these kinds of stories because it's so creepy. Um, they know that this guy, Damien Guerrero, was in her home at least four times. He admitted that he had been planning to install a tracking device on her car. Oh my god! So that he could know where she was at at all times. Cops arrested him after they found him climbing out of the woman's attic. They—that's—I mean, he was like mid-climb. Okay. Um. They discovered. Uh. The cops discovered then a, a string of disturbing clips on his mobile phone oh. that he had taken of the woman while she slept and in various <sighs> other situations. That he did not. He was not seen. He went unseen. Um. He was realized with a pretty strict bail condition is what the that's a strange way of saying that. But that's what the deputy uh, district attorney said up there in New Hampshire that. So his bail was set and they think that it's really large, but it's only forty thousand dollars. I don't think it's that I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I guess it is keeping him behind bars, which is what they were trying to do. He claimed to have broken into the home to retrieve a telephone, a TV, and a fireplace that he had given her as gifts. He had sent her gifts through, like, the OnlyFans sure. thing. And he said, oh, I, I just broke into the house so that I could get my stuff back. I really want my stuff back. But um, that fell apart because he claimed that he was a ma- he He claimed somewhere on social media that he was a man obsessed and was not afraid to stalk her. He actually put that out somewhere on social media. So they were like, oh, but we have this here where you said that you were actually mid-stalk. Yeah. You are stalking her. So don't try and deny it. Anyway, he's being charged <laughs> with four felony counts of burglary. Um He was actually released from jail. He has to wear a tracking bracelet, some pretty, pretty jewelry for him. And he also was slapped with a restraining order. But good luck. I mean, yeah, uh, good luck to her. I feel really, really... I feel very sorry for her, even though I don't, I don't know what you're doing as an fan. It has, it has a slight
0: yeah. cover I I of think,
1: like porn. You know yeah, what I'm saying?
0: I, I just looked it up while we were talking about this, okay. while you were talking about yeah. it. And it says, basically, it is a platform for photos, videos, and live streams via a monthly membership. Content okay. is mainly curated by YouTubers, fitness trainers, models, content creators and public figures in order to monetize their profession. So mm. it's it says it also is popular with adult content creators. Okay. There you so go. So I think it is just like every other social media platform, but this one lets you get to the next level. Like Instagram, there's a little bit of there's some there's some parameters on Instagram that you'll get kicked off. YouTube, you get kicked off, you get censored. Mm -hmm. On this place, I think anything goes.
1: Well, that's because it's behind a paywall. That's how they do that, which is absolutely appropriate i totally agree with that the problem with social media is it pulls itself up to your dining room table and has a seat and you didn't invite it it's just there all these ads that you're getting all this you know you say one thing in the grocery store about baby food to someone that you're talking to and all of a sudden you're getting ads for baby food you can't control the content that comes into your phone when you hide it behind a paywall that's a great idea because now I'm paying for what I want. I am involved in the transaction. Usually with social media, you're not involved in the transaction. You just get it. And whether you want it or not, it's coming your way. I didn't realize I was this passionate about social media.
0: Wow, I really like how much you're, you're getting into this.
1: I'm all about it. Thank you so much.
0: Okay. So we are going to go across a continent. Uh-oh. We're going, to, we're going far. I'm just going to... I'm not going to give you the headline. I'm going to read the first line. Okay. This is according to CNN. Okay. A 75-year-old woman who was declared dead at the hospital in Ecuador. (laughs) Oh, no. Yep. Oh, Was found to be alive and knocking on her coffin during her own wake. Jesus. No. No. I have so many questions. In the city of, it's called Babahoya. Okay. Okay, I don't know where that is in Ecuador.
1: Well, Ecuador's not that big. I presume they don't have embalming uh, facilities. Well, that was the
0: thing. I'm like, wait a (laughs) minute. What do you mean she was in her coffin? You know, again, this is a quote. The next sentence is, I lifted up the coffin and her heart was pounding and her left hand was hitting the coffin. We called 911 to bring her to the hospital. Her son, Gilberto Barbera, said, in a video posted on, her, on his social media. Now, I have the video here. It shows <gasps> them opening it up. No!
1: No! Yes.
0: Yeah. How,
1: it, how, did you say, I'm sorry, did you say how old she was?
0: 76. Okay. In the video, people can be seen waiting and supporting Montoya as emergency services arrived at the scene, taking the 76-year-old woman back to the hospital. A state investigation is now underway, you think? Yeah according to the Ministry of Public Health. And it says the woman has been admitted Friday to the hospital with possible stroke and a cardiopulmonary arrest. And after she didn't respond to the resuscitation protocol, a doctor on duty declared her dead. The video also goes on to show her hospital tags and then her son, who is shown pleading for an ambulance to arrive. The woman's full name is widely reported to be Bella Yolanda montoya Castro, according to the initials BYMC, okay. used in Ecuadorian Health Ministry's statement issued on Sunday. It said that Montoya was intensive care at the hospital mm-hmm. and the same facility that initially declared her dead. Her, mm-hmm. conter- his, her current condition is unknown. So the hospital's basically looking into what the hell went wrong.
1: <laughs> Let's,
0: I mean, we've talked about this. We had somebody, we were talking about how They have those, you know, bell. What is it called that Mm -hmm. we were talking about that you can ring?
1: There's bells that, I mean, this was before embalming techniques. That's why I'm asking, like, I, I, I'm I, sorry that someone declared her dead, but then don't you just immediately take them to be embalmed? But, well, the, yeah, there were all these techniques that you could use. There were, like, a flute was installed. There was a bell that was installed. There was a breathing apparatus that was installed. There was all kinds of things that went in the coffin with you back before embalming was a thing because people were getting buried alive it wasn't totally uncommon
0: all oh, the thing I can think of is maybe in an Ecuador the money is an issue third war countries maybe they just bury them quickly I don't know I, I don't know
1: nothing or maybe no. they
0: do a wake with the body and then they cremate I don't know but I don't
1: well it's a Catholic country I don't think they cremate
0: yeah I don't know they
1: they don't love the whole cremation thing <laughs> mm-hmm. there but ah poor thing so we don't know we don't know if she's gone on in the last couple weeks to live a healthy and prosperous life we don't know but we
0: know that she knocked on the door and they opened (laughs) thank goodness thank goodness she wasn't like paralyzed i mean literally what if you had a stroke and your arms and limbs were paralyzed that happens to stroke people i know you can't speak
1: you can't like, scream out? You can't no. lift your head and start knocking in on the coffin she door? Didn't,
0: she literally wasn't screaming or anything. She was knocking on the thing. Oh, my God. So she probably couldn't speak.
1: Imagine the people no. on the outside of that coffin hearing the tippy-tap of mom.
0: I mean, literally, if this was America, you'd be the lawsuit would be so huge oh, for pain and the, suffering. And, I mean, yeah. I, I don't blame them. All right.
1: It, that might be a decent lawsuit to yeah mm-hmm. yeah, I might, agree with that. yeah exactly. I might agree with that's that yeah exactly that's next
0: level <laughs> so I thought you'd like that buried alive story
1: I really like it a lot thank you so much for that I think we're really really going to the next level with our weird news and just trying to impress one another
0: <laughs> it's hard <laughs> it's hard to impress you so I've got to really dig deep
1: listen I expect nothing but the best so I and you're really coming coming forth with good stuff I think that does it for our weird news edition of two average girls are you did you have another story are you good
0: no I'm good I'm good I'm gonna you know I'm just gonna end with I love our weird news because even after a hard day at work or whatever I'm doing if I know I'm doing weird news it always brightens my day I have
1: to say (laughs) I'm so glad. Mine too. I love getting ready for it. I love finding stories that I think you're going to freak out over. I, have you know, I have yet to leave you completely speechless, but I, it's some—it's a goal.
0: I don't know if that's possible. Just so you know, even with the <laughs> laryngitis, I still managed to get it out.
1: It's true. It's true. At the, I, you, at the detriment really of myself through. and
0: my family, is just hopeful that I'll just start writing on a whiteboard <laughs> instead of making any sound at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, do that whole Ross Perot thing and start just making notes and throwing exactly, exactly. Ah. Well, that does it for this edition of Two Average Girls. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Be sure and follow us on Instagram. We have such a fun Instagram page, Um, Samantha Stone, who curates all of our social media. Um, She's doing a great job, and there's lots of fun things on there that um, she's adding on the weekly. So it's Two Average Girls podcast on Instagram, so we hope you'll give us a follow. In the meantime, I'm Ann Police.
0: And I'm Denise Cooper.
1: We're Two Average Girls. We'll see you next time.